are listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. <laughs> so many of them. Welcome back to another Strong Towers episode. I'm John Ackerman. With me as always, Mike Lara, Tom Edwards, and happy 2022, guys. We're back. Yeah, welcome we're back. back. It's a little belated. Uh, life got a little crazy at the start of January, and um, but it's it's fun to be back with with season four, and uh, it, it's it's obviously not going to be a surprise. I mean, I feel like this is what what you do, right? It's it's January, it's the start of a new year, and so we're going to do a New Year's episode. Um, and some of it's just you know an opportunity for us to reconnect with with you all, and, and frankly with each other because. It's been a crazy few weeks since uh, we broke for the holidays, but mm. you know we've also found there's a lot of value when you stop and look backwards and, and look at where you come from. Uh, so, guys, as you look back on 2021, um, definitely some highs and lows. Uh, we can probably skip anything pandemic related as just a general low category. Uh, <laughs> but what were some of the things that stuck out as you look back on 2021? Yeah, I guess uh, you know I can jump in and. Uh, I think, John, you're right. It's kind of, I don't know, expected slash uh, over the top cheesy to, to do the New Year's thing. Um, but I feel like we've, we've covered uh, sort of our general feelings on resolutions and how they don't go anywhere. And, hmm. you know, what we need mm-hmm. to do is actually uh, make changes in our habits to, to actually see the transformation that we're looking for. Um but you know we do we do actually in reality still tend to have those conversations <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> of the year right oh yeah so yeah, yeah. um but I, I like the retrospective right because i do feel like there is uh there's something to be gained out of that uh you know at, at the end of a, a project at work you always have that lessons learned mm-hmm. wrap up call of okay like we got through what we needed to get through but what went well, what didn't go well, you know, what notes can we take? Um, and so I, I feel like that just is a good exercise to get into, to mark kind of any transition. Um, and so new year is, is definitely a transition for most of us, at least mentally. Um, so to look back at 21 and take a look at things that went well, um, you know, I think for me, one of the biggest wins, uh, in the last year was, was definitely career wise, uh, making the switch, uh, and kind of, you know, changing career paths a little bit. Um, but making a switch to a, a role that had me remote full time, uh, so that I could be at home a little more, uh, you know, be with the kids more, uh, have a little bit more flexibility to, to do the family stuff and, and to say, uh, you know, Hey, I need, to do this, uh, for a couple of hours this day and, uh, and I can make it up and it's not that I have to be in the office in my seat nine to five kind of deal, um, has been a real boost for us. Um, I remember talking with you guys and the rest of our group a couple of weeks ago and just, uh, kind of mentioning the fact that our, our 15 month old, uh, has so much, I have feel like I have so much more of a relationship with him and he reacts to me so much more than any of the other kids did at this age because I'm just there all the time. 
you know, and for some of our kids, I, I had a pretty good, uh, paternity leave actually. Um, but it, it doesn't, uh, it's not the same as, you know, 15 months day in, day out. He gets to see me, uh, all the time, get, you know, the middle of the day, I, I come and see them, you know, at lunchtime and all of that. Um, and so that, that makes a difference and it has an impact. And, and that was one of the things that we were looking for, um, was kind of how to change, our family story in that way. Um, and so that, that job shift definitely has, uh, has been a high for us over the last 12 months. Yeah. It's crazy, Tom, how much I can relate to you, to your current situation and your current story. Like even, even the fact that going back to, you know, in the army, we called it the, uh, after action review, right? The AAR and how for me, my birthday is so close to the end of the year that I'm already starting to think about the things I want to implement. You know, uh, you know, this is my last year in my thirties, right? And so I have all these goals that I had written when I was 29 that I wanted to accomplish before I hit 40, right? And how, um, I get, I often get wrapped up in the, what can I change or what can I improve or what can I do next week in order to achieve all these goals? And I, sometimes I have to pump the brakes a little bit and, and do that rear view look, right. And check out, Hey, what, what's actually working for me? Why? Right? Cause I don't want to, I don't want to change everything, right. There's gotta be something that's, that I'm doing well and I'm doing good that I want to continue on. And, um, we have these conversations, um, and I think we've talked about this in, in past episodes with our, with our family summit meetings and our, and our, and as we push forward to what we're going to do as a family into the, into the, into the year, um, I've taken a page out of that and kind of even, focused in on myself, right? Like, Hey, what, what were my highs and lows of the year for myself so that I can, I can remember, um, the highlights and what I was doing well. And so I think career wise, that was one of my biggest things too, was, was going back to a company that I was at before and taking on a different role, but that remote, that role being remote and being able to be home with, with my son and, and my wife throughout the day, being able to meet the other boys off the school bus, taking them to school. Um, it's just, it's, it's such a different feeling of just being able to do work at home and be close to the family and being able to be there when they need me. Um, I think, I think that was one of my biggest takeaways was just being able to, to, to focus more inward on our family. Um, I think it, it, it kind of got, I know we've had this discussion too about conflict and challenge. And I think at first I approached this very much as a conflict and, and very much as, Hey, I'm being forced to work at home. There's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Um, but now it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm, I look forward to this challenge. I'm looking forward to, to adapting our, our habits and our, and our rhythms at home in order to accommodate not only my, my work, but also the kids like just time with them. Right. Um, and so, yes, I'm, I'm right with you, Tom, like just being able to work from work from home has been, has been key. And not only that, but the commute, um, I used to, I used to say I missed my commute because I, I wouldn't be able to listen to my podcast or listen to my, listen to my, uh, um, books on, on, on audible. Um, but one of the things that I've, I've actually changed it out with was, was physical now, right now I'm able to go hit up the, uh, the F3 group in the mornings and, and, and make it back yep. in time to where I don't have to, um, uh, rush to try to get out the door. So I think, I think for me, the, the working from home has just opened up so many more opportunities to, to just kind of live life differently. And, and, you know, I don't want to steal mm -hmm. the Taco Bell slogan, but live mass, right. Just live a little <laughs> bit more into the, uh, into life. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And, and so I, I, I think that that is such a key 
thing to do that exercise of just looking back and 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 taking time to remember and I, I, you know sometimes that's just a that's just a great mm-hmm. exercise to do so john you know thank thank you for that reminder as you when you sent out the show notes like hey man what, what was 2021 like because i was already thinking like hey let's let's go 2022 right, right? Yeah. oh and, and you're right tom i mean it is almost cliche it it is a little too on the nose but i don't know i was just i was amazed for myself mike like you were saying you know, it's like when you call somebody that you haven't talked to in, in quite a while, you know, like it's been six months yeah. and you're like, Hey, what's new? And they're like, Oh, nothing really. And it's like, seriously, <laughs> nothing's happened in six months. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you lose track of it. And I actually, I asked, uh, I asked Brooke leading up to this episode, Hey, what, what do you remember about 2021 that, that either fit the high or the low? And as we started talking about it, it was just, it was really kind of cool to revisit some of the things that had happened, um, you know, through the lens of memory, but almost get to relive it again, uh, like in the fall. So not like the beginning of 2021, but just a few months ago, we went out to Colorado for a week and, you know, it was the first time we went out there that wasn't work related. There was no conference to attend. There was no task to accomplish. We just went out and had fun. And it was one of the greatest trips we've ever taken. We got to have some really cool adventures up in the Rockies and see some of the wildlife. And uh, and I'd, I'd forgotten. In just the last few months, I'd, I'd forgotten about that trip. And it's one of the best trips we've taken. Yeah. Uh, while we were still in the, while we were on that trip, we were still in the midst at the same time of an 18 month training program uh, that both of us were participating in sort of some personal and professional development for future jobs that we'd like to have. And it was incredible and it was transformational and it was energizing and, and I'd forgotten. And we'd wrapped up that program in October. So again, it wasn't like January, February, but as I was thinking about, you know, these notes that I was jotting down for this episode, I was scratching my head going, what, what did happen in 20? Like, did anything happen in 2021? <laughs> and it was just, it struck me again, just the, the value in looking back. And uh, I, I think sometimes I know I'm guilty of just getting so present day focused or usually what it is, is I'm so future focused mm-hmm. on in particular, the things that I haven't done yet that I need to get done. Yeah. And I just, I feel like I lose track of so many good things that if I just pause for a couple minutes and reflect or remember, or just sort of let those feelings or those sensations come back up again, I mean, it's just, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, definitely one of the highs that is the most recent was after two and a half, almost three years of home renovation, we're finally sleeping in a real adult bedroom (laughs) in the upper floor of our house. Um, (laughs) For the first time in, uh, I did the math. It was 996 days <laughs> wow. since we had moved in. Wow. Um, yeah, that, that was how long it took because obviously there were some surprise projects mm. in between starting on the bedroom and then actually completing the bedroom. But uh, that was just one of several that as I look back on it, man, just the good feelings that came from thinking about either the journey to get there or just you know the moments of celebration there was a lot of good that came from it. Yeah, it's interesting that you talk about forgetting and and maybe we need to have the girls on again and and go through a retrospective from from their point of view as well, but I feel like we are so 
task focused, right? And that once it's in the rear view, it's in the rear view. Um, and we're moving on to, to what's next. What can I accomplish? What do I need to fix? You know, and, and all of that. Um, but I think particularly the negative, we don't spend a whole mm-hmm. lot of, like you sent out the show notes and I was like, nah, not, I, I don't, nothing bad happened it, in 2021. <laughs> you know, it was fine. It was okay. It was like, everything's good. Everything's and good. I, I felt like it, yeah, it was totally fine. Um, I felt like it was a lot easier to, to point to at least one or two things mm-hmm. that were positive coming out of the year um, as kind of those those high points. Like, yes, that that was good. I accomplished something or um, felt really good about something that happened. And the negative, I was just coming up blank um, mm. because I, I think we, you know, we tend to just – move past uh and like i was saying at the beginning we don't we don't take that retrospective of you know what could we learn what what could we grow from what could we um do differently in those situations and so um you know as i started to think about it more for us uh, one that is actually still ongoing um and and continues to develop um my wife's grandparents are still both living both together um both within the span of i think it's six weeks turned 100 this year wow um and and that that in and of itself is just crazy um you know i I remember i don't know this is probably two or three years back now but um we had done like a family reunion and they got a commendation from the governor or somebody for their 75th wedding anniversary. Right. And, and we're, we're looking at like 12 years or 13 years right. or whatever to, you know, um, but, uh, you know, they're 100 years old. And so things they're, they're old and things are not the way they used to be. And, uh, and my wife's grandmother has fallen a couple of times and, and had some, uh, medical issues and, um, you know, and so actually they're, they're separated from each other right now. Cause she's in a, in a care facility, um, trying to re- recover from the last fall. Um, and just, you know, over the last several months, the family has had to come to terms with, uh, you know, these, these leaders of the family are probably not going to be with us uh, for very much longer. Um, and, you know, and, and what does that look like and how does, everybody um kind of individually process what these people have meant um to to them and and to their lives and um my wife and and her family especially um you know she got to grow up and her grandparents literally lived next door um and so you know she had an experience that not a lot of us get to have with their grandparents and um, you know, with them, them always being there and, and really being a, a very considerable part of her life. And, um, you know, and, and so that, um, that just has been a struggle. It's been hard. Um, my wife got the, the opportunity to, to go and visit with one of her cousins. Um, and, you know, basically every time somebody goes to visit, they think that, you know, they're going to say yeah. their goodbyes. Um, you know, and, and so it's, it's great that we've continued to have more time with them. 
Um, but at, at the same time, you know, it, it just, it, it's, it is a reality that, um, you know, that, that time is, is coming to a close for them at some point and, um, the families are going to, you know, need to, to figure out how they're going to honor and appreciate and, and process the loss once that happens. Um, and, and so that's been a, an interesting piece to walk through. Um, and also we're now, you know, the last time I lost a grandparent, I was in college, right? And so my grandfather died and, and I was impacted and, and my, my parents and my siblings, you know, we were impacted by that and had to process through that. But now also needing to process through as a parent myself, um, and I know Mike, you went through this earlier in the year as well. Um, like this is someone that, that my kids know now and that my kids love and appreciate and is a part of their story. Um, and so having to think through what is that grieving process going to look like for the kids adds a whole nother aspect to it. Uh, and so that, that definitely has been one of, um, the, the low points uh, in our last several months is, is just trying to kind of process through all of that stuff um, with her grandparents. Yeah, that's a big one. And I think, I think the, the, the process of, of going through that is, is, is almost just as much work as, as if it was to be just almost like unexpected. Right. And I think that's the thing that, that, that gets me is like mm-hmm. the, the buildup, right. And the anticipation, anticipation, yeah. the kind of like, oh man, like how am I going to deal with this when that moment hits? Um, because as you said, I, I dealt with that earlier this year and, and it was not something I was prepared for. Right. It was, it was, I was blindsided by it. And, um, and so my, my stepfather, um, we lost him this at the end of the summer and having to step my, my children through that was, was, you know, was hard. And, and, and honestly, like when you were talking about struggling to find a negative for the, for the year, uh, I was too, right. I was, I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, I could spin that and still be a positive about that. Or, you know, this is, this is kind of a negative, right. Um, like a great example, you know, me failing the hundred that to me, that was initially my, all right, this is, this is what I did. I, I, I only got 80 miles on my, on my, on my attempt at a hundred. And, and, and that was, that was initially my, my low for the year. And, and even though it was already 2022, you know, part of the reason we're a week out was we had lost our family pet, Jax, uh, you know, 13 years. He was like, I, I call him my second kid. Um, he was, he was the second, second pet we owned. And, um, when he passed last week, when we had to put him down, my, um, my kids just struggled. I mean, they were crying they said their goodbyes and i was taking them to the car so we could go to the vet and he was they were just like in tears the whole night and even this past week my my youngest has just been crying on my shoulder saying i miss jacks i miss jacks and as i'm working through this process with him the older boys are now starting to like almost like bring back that grief from the end of the summer and, and, and losing their grandfather. Right. And so, um, it's, it was like almost like compiled up like some stuff, I guess that they hadn't fully worked out or they had resurfaced during these, during this, like, you know, revisit of, of grief and, and, and losing, losing their, their only dog, right their their pet. Um, and so it was, it was like a situation where I was like, man, like, okay, I, I knew they were going to, have some feelings and I knew there was going to be pain 
for the loss of their pet, but I, I didn't anticipate them to come back and reach back to my stepdad or, 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 or their grandfather like that, that quickly, that association was not something I was expecting. Um, my wife had to leave this week. My wife went to go, um, help another family. Um, she had a, uh, one of our friends had a, had a, had a surgery. And so we, we made a decision as a family that she would go out and, and represent our, our, our family and, and help them with, with everything she needed. Cause she, you know, she can't, she can't walk, she can't move. She's like sleeping on the couch right now. And so, so Janelle went there for this week to, to, to help them out. And so I'm, I'm by myself with these kids and, and we're having these discussions and I'm just like, man, like it was, I was not expecting to start off 2022 and, 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 you know, I was in the, I was in the, in the sprinter blocks getting ready to kick off and going to 2022 like a champ. And, and, and I got, I got slapped in the face, right. Right. When I took the first step. And so for me, just working through those emotions, just re we brought up that whole grief process of, of 2021 and, and that low point there. And so it was really, it, when I started thinking about my low, it was really hard for me to go back and say, okay, I, I missed, I missed my goal by 20 miles when I, when I've, my kids have, have lost like, you know, some of the biggest loves in, in, in their lives today. So that, that was definitely something that was a, a process. And it's interesting to me as we're talking about this, just the different ways that we often sometimes process the lows over a span of time, right? Cause there's the, the recognition that sometimes the difficult things in the moment really aren't necessarily as big or as difficult as we thought they were once some time has passed. Right. I, I remember vaguely that there were some things that were just driving me crazy over the course of the year that now, as I look back on, like they were small and insignificant and it was a day or a couple of days or maybe a week. And in the grand scheme of it, it doesn't really matter. But I also recognize just as I'm looking at our Zoom screen with, you know, all three of our faces together, all three of us often process our lows in the same way. And we are consummate sweepers and stuffers, um, right? Whether it's just sweeping stuff under the rug or stuffing it away and, and I'll deal with it later and maybe later comes. Um, yeah. Guilty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, but also recognizing that some people process their lows as the thing that's just omnipresent right in front of their face. And it's not better or worse. It's just equally unhealthy, I think, at times to either never focus on it or focus on it to the exclusion of all else. And sort of having to hold things in the balance of in the moment is this, you know, this is a legitimate low. This is a legitimate source of pain, frustration, you know, whatever the case. And over time, allowing it to hold its rightful place, whether its rightful place is it really didn't matter that much or Mike, like you were talking about with you and your kids, like the rightful place for that grief is allowing it to come out periodically. And, um, you know, one of, like some of the, some of the things that came up for us this year, uh, Brooke had surgery on both of her feet at separate times over the course of the year. And it's one of those things that's on the whole, on the whole, it's a really good thing. I mean, she's, she's going to be pain free for the first time in her entire life. Once the last of this recovery is over. And thankfully we're, we're at the very you know last couple of months of the total recovery process for both feet. But there were some real challenges in the midst of it. And some of it was, you know, Mike, like you were talking about with, you know, Janelle's friend, like just the day to day of when you can't move, trying to take care of yourself and having to let other people take care of you and, and things like that. And, 
you know, some of the challenges that we had now living on our quasi farm with things to take care of other than just the two of us. And, um, but that's an easy one to look at now and put it in its rightful place and go, you know, it really wasn't that bad. And there's so much good that's come from it. Uh, but then also we were thinking about, you know, it's been 10 years and we still don't have the kids that we want to have. And we don't really know where the rightful place for that one is like that. That's an ongoing low. That's an ongoing hurt, but it still has the possibility of redemption. And we still look at each other just about every day. And we look at this crazy house still in development and we go, we have such a good life. And that doesn't feel like false optimism. It doesn't feel like sweeping or stuffing. It feels like this is true. And there's a hard thing at the same time that's legitimately hard. Uh, but I think one of the lows that that I saw finally for what it was, and uh, this was another question I wanted to ask you guys, you know, were there were there themes or patterns that now as you look back on the year you see come up that maybe in the moment you didn't realize? Because um, the one that came to mind for me was the low that I repeatedly had was the low of the interminable sun someday. Just the feeling of some of the things that I want are never going to get here. Mm-hmm. And it honestly wasn't even the thing about kids. It was this house. This house is never going to look like the way that I want it to. Because <laughs> it took almost three years to get a bedroom. Right. And so there was just this sense of, as I look at unfinished drywall, as I look at places where I wish there was unfinished drywall, as I just, you know, as I sit in the middle of this someday, there was just this sense of almost like defeatism of this is never going to happen. And then I'd pick myself back up out of it and I'd look around at all we had accomplished and I'd, you know, I'd be excited and energized and renewed and, and, and take, you know, take heart. And then I'd fall back into, God, this is never going to get better. And and I just, I was able to realize just how often that was my low. It was just sort of a sense of, is this ever going to get better? And the struggle to get out of that every time I fell into it, I think was one of the biggest challenges of the year. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting question because this is where... I feel like we see the places that we can affect actual lasting change uh, is to take a look at, you know, what if I were to try and paint 2021 in broad strokes, themes, patterns, you know, recurring uh, emotions or thoughts, uh, you know, that's the place where I can say, all right, is there something that I can actually systemically change in, in the last year? Um, and so I think it's a, it's a really good question to ask from that perspective. It, it feels like it's almost too broad, but I, I think it, it's the appropriate one to ask. And, and for me, this is completely a hindsight question because I didn't realize it until I started moving in the other direction. Um, and I think for me, one of the things that I started to realize toward the end of 2021 is uh, that that I honestly, I had kind of lost myself in several areas. Um, 
And what I mean by that is, is just, I had lost my sense of, um, really caring for myself and doing the things that I needed to do to take care of myself so that I could show up as a better version of me in other areas of my life. Um, and so this started and, and we've mentioned it and I'm sure at some point we will dedicate a full episode to it. But, um, you know, Mike got me out to a F3 workout, um, which has been fantastic. Uh, and now I, I don't know if we are, are fully endorsing F3 as a strong towers platform, but I feel like we're kind of almost there. Um, but you know, through, getting out and actually working out again, I, I feel like there was a piece of me that was missing that I got to rediscover. Uh, and, and as a result of the way that, that F3 is set up and the way that they do things and, and that faith is a, a pillar of what they are, are pursuing. Uh, I feel like I also rediscovered like this was a part of me that I had, had lost in 2021 that, that my, personal pursuit of my faith journey just me and jesus um was was something that had had just fallen off uh and so uh what i like about the hindsight question and and definitely what i like about where i am in the hindsight question (laughs) is we get the opportunity to then make that change right and say okay this is something that was not working for me Overall, not an event, not one thing that was a low, but this was something that that I have discovered was not working for me in the last chunk of time, um, and and I I feel reinvigorated, uh, particularly in both of those areas of faith and and fitness. Um, you know, I am I'm definitely looking forward to what 2022 has uh, of of sort of uh, getting back into connecting with myself in those areas in particular. Yeah, that's, that's great, Tom. You know, it's, it's a reminder. I, I was, you know, folding up some of my shirts today and I was, I have, I have that same shirt that a couple of us have, but the, uh, the, the, uh, husband, father, protector, hero shirt. And, and I was looking at that shirt, just thinking to myself, like, those are, those are awesome titles. Those are cool things to put on a shirt. Right. Um, but how easy it is for me to get lost in, in, in that and, and forget about, you know, Michael, right. Forget about the dude. That's, that is, that is not what I am, but who, you know, who I am. And, and mm-hmm. I started thinking about that too, as I was looking at the hindsight, like there are things that I need to build myself up in order to become these other, or to be the best I can in all these other, these other titles. And, and so that's, that was one of my things too, is, was, was trying to find out the pattern and the, and, and the theme of, of the year and really what, what came to me was, was that physical portion of it, right? The challenge of going out and, and trying to accomplish something and, and realizing that it wasn't just a physical challenge. It was to show my kids that when things get tough, you get tougher. When, when, when things are, are, are not going your way, you, you have to figure out a way to make it uh, uh, the best you can. And, and I think that was the, the, the thing that I came through was throughout all these challenges that I set out for myself, the lesson wasn't in the actual challenge or wasn't the challenge itself, but in process. Right. And I think that was something that I realized it until the end of the year, it wasn't the, it wasn't the, the, the nine 11, you know, Pine Creek challenge. It was the, the months leading up to it and, and, and the training and everything that I did, you know, dedicating, you know, 
Friday nights and Saturday early Saturday mornings to go on these runs. Um, you know, going with the with the F3 group, it's getting up at five o'clock, right? It's not the it's not the uh, the coupon swings. It's actually waking up at five o'clock is the first step, right? And so that was I think that was a theme that I I realized, and I that's this question was just one of those ones where I'm like, dang, I I need to be better at these these hindsight these AARs because <laughs> identifying these identifying these patterns is key, right? I mean, I think that's um, something that I've I've learned, especially recently, um, in, in in realizing when things become uh, a pattern or when things become, uh, you know, calling out multiple times, it's it's probably important to pay attention and to and to realize what what that pattern is earlier, so you can find the lesson in that. And so, uh, for me, it was it was the just the the process and and not so much recognizing the the end goal, but taking time to just realize how much growth is happening within that process. Yeah, I think I was surprised too as I was looking at this from a trends and patterns standpoint. You know, Tom, like you were saying about negatives, it seemed like it was sometimes hard to come up with the negatives. They just sort of fade. They sort of faded in the background. I think as I started to consider trends and patterns, it seemed like the things that I wasn't quite satisfied with were the ones that first came to mind. Like you had mentioned, you know, from a faith perspective, like my first thought was. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't grow as much as I wanted to, or, you know, I, I sort of fell short with that stupid jam board, Mike, like the, all those goals that we set for 2021. <laughs> I know, right? I, I was hoping you were going to bring up the jam board. I was hoping you were going to bring up the jam board. Still bitter about that. But, um, you know, it was tempting to think of the places where I hadn't quite met the goals that I had set for myself in the last year. And, um, and in some cases even, you know, cause we're off on our, our own harshest critic, you know, to look at sort of the pattern of unmet goals. And honestly, as I started to think about this, I was more struck by, I think, some of the positives that were just as easily dismissed in the moment throughout the year of, mm. yeah, this was a good moment, but, you know. And so to see over the course of a year and looking back even over a couple of years, you know, our friend Morgan Snyder talks about live in the day, but measure in the decade. Right, the, the necessity of you really need some time to get a sense of not only who you are, but how you're doing at becoming the kind of person that you want to become. And one of the things that I noticed as I was starting to think about this particular question was my sense of I can handle this has progressed in ways that I don't think I had fully grasped. You know, rather than a sense of, well, this is probably going to go wrong or I bet this won't work out well, or I'm probably going to come up short, which those have been some of the, the, the recurring choruses of my inner monologue throughout most of my life. Just that general sense of I'm going to fall short. I was amazed as, as I stopped and looked back how much those have quieted. Mm. And they've, they've truly been replaced with a sense of, I got this. And not a false sense of bravado, but more just a quiet confidence of, I have just been through too much in the last few years to now get taken out by whatever this little thing is. Like even just today, I, I let the dogs outside. One of the dogs was over sniffing by our well pump and I heard water and that's not usually a good thing. And I walked over and we'd had a pipe burst. And thankfully, it wasn't one of the major ones. It's not the one that feeds the house. It's a little offshoot that just feeds a spigot where we hook up the hose. 
but I've just been through so much in the last couple of years that where originally I would have like had a panic moment of, oh man, what am I going to do? I don't know how to do this. Let me call a bunch of people. It was like, Psh, I got all these tools upstairs. I was like, Brooke, I'm going to be back in like five minutes. I just got to go cut this pipe off, throw a shark bite valve on, and I'll be right back. And, and that was all it was. And I just like, I had to stop afterwards and be like, I, this is not who I used to be. Um, not just the minimal plumbing skill that that required, but just that general sense of, I can handle this. And the times throughout the year that I noticed that was my initial internal response when that would not usually be my initial internal response. And um, I don't know, it was just, it was cool to see some of those things start to take shape as I'm following Morgan's advice of, you know, navigating the day as best you can, but taking stock over longer stretches of time and, and starting to see some of those things come to light that I've been working towards in the day and seeing the net gain over the course of a year and a couple of years. And I don't know, man, it, it was, just, it was really encouraging. Yeah. I feel like that goes back to a lot of things that we've talked about, whether it's how we frame conflict versus challenge or, uh, the fact that we just need to challenge ourselves in general and, and how we think through that process of pushing ourselves, right? Because like you said, a lot of times we can be our, our worst critic and downplay our abilities and um, and what we actually can accomplish. But I just had the same similar thought the other day um, with, with work stuff of I have an out – Right, that they have given me an out, but if I don't step in and challenge myself and push myself, then how am I going to grow? How am I going to know what I actually am capable of doing given mm. X scenario again in the future? Uh, and so there's a, there's a shift in the way that we approach things, I feel like, um, where we get to choose how we respond to a certain situation we get to choose do i see this as a negative or do i see it as a positive and not as a you know like mike was saying earlier of oh i can kind of i can flip this negative thing around and i can talk about it like it was positive but do i actually get to see it as a an opportunity instead of an obstacle and something that's been mm. put in my my path um and i, I think you know slowly 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 uh, you know i'm getting better at recognizing when that kind of branch is being put in front of me and which road i get to yeah. choose to take uh, and so what was also interesting i think was even before we started brainstorming on these questions for ourselves just before the holidays we were actually realizing we needed to ask ourselves some of these questions about strong towers you know, as we came through the episodes in October and then November and then early December, I think one of the things that we'd realized was we hadn't been doing much of the measuring over longer term. And we'd just been doing a lot of, all right, it, we got an episode to get. Let's, let's get to it. And Mike, I think you were actually the one that pointed out, like, we need to do some foundation work. Um, we, <laughs> we need to figure out who we are and what we believe in and where we're going. And 
so we're, that's actually uh, the next episode is we're going to continue to do this sort of year in review and looking backward to figure out how we're moving forward. Uh, we'll let you guys behind the curtain a little bit with some conversations that we realized we needed to have about Strong Towers and where we've come from over these three and a quarter seasons thus far and where we realized we really needed to do some intentional and intensive internal work in order to continue to become the kind of people and the kind of platform that we want to be moving forward. So I hope you'll join us for that next episode. Um, I, I think there's, we've not recorded it yet, so we don't really know what's in it yet, but I think there's going to be a lot that we discover ourselves is really good. But I just, I got a hunch that there's going to be some good applicable takeaways, uh, no matter where you're finding yourself. So uh, for now, wish you guys the best of beginnings for 2022. We thank you for continuing to be a part of this community. Uh, thanks for spending this particular time with us. And we hope that one, it's just a chance to get reconnected after the holidays, but two, that there's some invitation then to pause yourself and to look back on the last year and really sit in the joys that maybe got forgotten in the busyness um, but also make space for some of those challenges and to really figure out how those challenges should be processed. If, if they really weren't that bad and they can just kind of go by the wayside or if, if they need to get unswept and unstuffed and, and really brought to the forefront. But uh, for now, on behalf of Mike and Tom, uh, thank you guys for being part of this and we'll see you next time. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strong towers for your chance to score some strong tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all and we'll see you back here real soon.